don't just say you're going to do it. Do it. But don't overdo it. And don't do it alone. Ding, ding, ding. That is the key. Do not do it alone. Yeah. And I mean... Co- coming from somebody who honestly <laughs> is a recovering workaholic, like, that is so important. And that was really hard for me. Right. I mean, there's so many little elements that come with this, first of all. It's not just the being an, a workaholic. It's also... You know, when you have stuff that you're working on or you're, you're just so used to cre- creating and building um, alone, you start to have, like, trust issues when you put those products or put those elements in someone else's hands. A hundred percent. Right? Yeah. Like Also, too, like, not to toot my own horn. Okay, I'm tooting. <laughs> toot, toot. But um, I was really good at everything I did. Right. Especially when it came to work. So for me to just hand over, like, this responsibility to somebody, it's not that I didn't want to. It's like, yeah, no, I do. But it's like, if you're going to do it wrong, then I have I to do well it. I might as well do it. Exactly. I can do bad all by myself. <laughs> I have to recheck everything. Yeah, so, which you- also takes time. Um, I think it's always about like, yeah, you know, you're very multi uh, faceted, you're, you know, very talented and you have a vision, you know, for yourself, for your brand and everything that you do. And as do I. So I think like even when we we started discussing, like finding a producer for this podcast and things like that, we're just like. But what if? Meanwhile, it's not like things were coming out perfect when we were doing it. Yeah. But if someone else messes up, oh, it's like a whole other story. And it's like we just go so hard um, to perfect. Like we're perfectionists. Yeah. I think the, the point here is, is that you just can't do it alone. Exactly no. how you started. It's like we're in communion. We're in community. And we really need to work together. Collaborative. Like right. we really need to help each other. And stop doing the things that you don't want to do. Right. I don't necessarily want to edit this podcast right (laughs) honestly as i become more of a seasoned entrepreneur i start to really learn that like let people do what they like to do because you don't i mean though the territory comes with a b c and d you really came to this territory to do a okay so do a and it's to create i mean we have a lot of followers that are on their wellness journey we also have a lot of followers that are on their business journey and i really just it literally hit me like a ton of bricks this week. As I was doing all the stuff, which I didn't have time to, meaning the emails and the blast and the posting and the reposting and all this stuff, I started really understanding that my producer job when I was in TV mm-hmm. served me so well because this is exactly what I'm doing now. Right. As a producer, I was only overseeing everything. I had an mm-hmm. editor, I had a, another associate producer, I had somebody else finding everything, and all I had to do was, oh, okay, check Put the pieces together. Good. Oh, this mm-hmm. is good. And just make final tweaks and then send out the final product. And it's like, okay, I got it. This Let's, is what I'm I want to do. do. That. <laughs> I'm going to do that. These are the moves. And I'm starting to understand, like, no, you don't need to be the circus clown trying right. to do everything. Like, you really need to let go of some of the responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And listen, responsibilities don't only come down to your entrepreneurship and your business, but also your relationships. Also, your uh, your business ventures that you want to actually get into or also just like your personal brand and what you're all about. Like there's just so many pieces that come with who you are. You're 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 just 
you continue to elevate, but in order for you to continue to elevate, you actually need the time too. And I think that's what this episode is really all about. Like, (laughs) where do you find the time? Where do you cross off the things on your to-do list? What what parts of your to-do list should you give to the next person? Um, I'll tell you right now. Yes, please. (laughs) I got to take my own advice for this episode. I'm going to probably listen to this episode like four different times. Yeah, I'll tell you exactly what you need to do. If you are a business and you have clients and your means of making money is by sales, meaning you have to jump on a call to talk to this client to close the deal. You should not have to worry about emails. You should not have to worry about invoice. You should not have to worry about email blasting or constant contact. Like those are things that you can get a virtual assistant to do. Right. Because the more you free up your time, guess what? The more calls you can make with right. potential bringing clients. Bringing in revenue. And bringing in revenue. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So when you really think about it like that, you really need to invest in your business. The same way we invest in ourselves on Sundays. Right. And we do all the stuff and we see all the pictures. Hashtag Soul Sundays. Mm-hmm. And hashtag Sunday everything. Mm-hmm. You do your nails and you pamper yourself. It's the same thing. The more investment you make in your own business, the more you see the return in it yeah you know i used to laugh at this quote all the time because you know everything's smoke and mirrors right so we look at our idols and we look at these celebrities and everyone always says this quote like you know uh beyonce has the same 24 hours that you do but beyonce also has nannies and chefs and a pilot and uh, an assistant and an assistant's assistant and a choreographer and you know what I mean and so on and so on and so on and you know yes she does a great job and she's very talented and she deserves every ounce of respect that she gets but guess what it also takes being a leader you know what I mean like she's a leader she leads her team to the success that they have now it's not that she is holding everybody's hand or she's trying to do anything all by herself because Yes, she does have only 24 hours. So can you really imagine a human being doing all the things that she should be doing, supposedly, no. you know? and I don't, I don't really like that quote. It kind of bothers me because people saying it in comparison to like, oh, well, she has more free time because she has all this stuff. But it's like, girl... She is a boss. Right. And when you are a boss and you want to level up, you have the responsibility of a, a lot of people's lives, money, putting food on the table yep. for them. That's a huge responsibility. And with a lot of responsibility comes a massive amount of stress. Yeah. Stress. Why do you think CEOs are so stressed and they're bald? Right. <laughs> <laughs> gray. And gray. And they have bellies. They don't take care of their health. Right. It's hard. It's hard because they're constantly thinking about how am I going to get more money into this business? How am I going to market? How It's just like you're overwhelmed. And yeah. that's a huge responsibility. So I feel like, you know what? We all have the same 24 hours. That's yes. it. It's up to you to figure out how you want to delegate your 24 hours. Absolutely. I choose and- to... When you do break up the, your your responsibilities into, you know, tasks for other people, you're really not. You think you're freeing up time for free time. But really, you know, the the list is endless. The things that you need to do is endless. You know what I mean? So the more that you allow yourself to dive into the parts that you like or the, dive into the parts that you know you give people the chance to actually grow within their roles too. Absolutely. You're giving people opportunities. And like you said, you're letting people step up. The most important thing that honestly I learned this week is, is that I started meditating over what is it that I want Mm -hmm. and how am I going to, 
take the steps to actually get there. And when I really sat alone, I started figuring out that I just want to create. Mm -hmm. I want to create a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And that could be through my little squares on Instagram. That could be potentially through a course. That could be through my meditation, yoga, my essential oil business. I just want to create and I want to impact people's lives in a really big way. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, I can't be tied down with all the little small things. So in a nutshell, do more of what you love. And when you do more of what you love, you need to delegate and you need to release the responsibility. The question is... But don't look at it like you're paying. You know what I mean? Like you said, it's an investment. Like, yes, pay people to do their jobs. Like, of course, you may have an intern here and there, but pay people for what they're good at, you know? And look at it, like you said in the beginning, as an investment. Because that's allowing you the time to go get more money. Someone said it so well. He was like, I pay somebody to clean my house for two hours every week. And he was just like, I can clean my house myself. He was like, I actually don't even like when people touch my stuff. But me paying somebody $60, $100 allows me two hours to bring in the revenue that I usually bring in within two hours, which is like $5,000. So it's like... Kind of weighing it out. You're not spending money. You're actually saving money. And that's exactly what I was going to say. And when, when we're talking about money, people have a lot of walls around money. And mm-hmm. they do. They come from this very small mind of like, oh, I don't want to waste this. You can't. There's no, stop there's no, thinking about waste. Yeah, there's no <laughs> wasting. There is no like, oh, I can't. I don't want to you know, spend this $10 because I need it. It's like, honey, release it. Let it go. You have blockages around money. Do a mantra. Sit down yeah. and meditate and let that shit go. Yeah. Because the more you'll be able to release, the more you'll be able to receive. And exactly, those are my thoughts exactly. If I pay somebody a hundred dollars to record this podcast or edit it or you know find an intern to do whatever that's going to bring me more money because now Mm -hmm. i'm going to be able to talk to more people and impact more people be of service in a bigger way and And just be your best self you know both of our jobs kind of consist of like us like we are the job you know what i mean so if i walk in a room and i need to host but my mind is in five different places i'm not going to be the best host if you're 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 going downstairs to do your yoga class and you just finished doing an email blast your podcast your your uh casting you're this you're that and you go you know to go do yoga you're not going to be centered yourself right you know so it's like really like i really want people to kind of shift their 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 mindset independent doesn't mean alone you know and i and i get that quote from shout out to rec philly they're a uh culture curation you know i mean i love that word because i made it up yeah um they're a culture curation company um out of philly but that's literally their their brand's um motto independent doesn't mean alone like as an artist be the artist as the as the executive it, be the person making decisions not yeah. pushing papers yeah you know it maybe if you find somebody who actually enjoys doing admin let them do the paperwork they will love that they yes. love it they actually do and there's people for everything you know yeah. like people really want to be um on task and in their purpose you yeah know? oh yeah absolutely i love that quote that you said though yeah um, yeah and um i feel like independent for me it almost means collaborative it means who is your tribe mm-hmm. who are the people around you that are supporting you and uplifting you because the people that you work with mm-hmm. and not that work for you or that you work for them but the people that you work with that you call your tribe they're also going to be your biggest cheerleaders yeah and they're also going to be your biggest supporters and yeah. they're also going to be the ones that sharing your content like mm-hmm. it's so important that we don't feel alone because it can feel overwhelming overwhelming and it can feel lonely when your 
trying to have push your vision and you're mm-hmm. like I have it I have this idea it's in my head and, and, and it's and, all in my head yeah <laughs> and, and it takes a lot of people to really execute that so yeah. lots of different interesting things that are happening I know I kind of even want to shift it over to not um the entrepreneurial realm but more so like even like the relationship thing and it's so funny because a lot of our topics seem to blend in all aspects of lot of our lives um but even in a relationship like I feel like I've always been that type of person where I have to do everything because I'm so used to people not in like a sad way but like like letting me down like you know what I mean like they're not they don't know how to do things how I do them or they're not skilled in the certain things that I've skilled or they're not you know they haven't grown up in the same ways that I've grown up and so I feel like now as I get older or again more seasoned or or have experienced more long-term more relationships <laughs> yeah more when the more I experience long-term relationships I understand that you know you should focus on your partner's um strengths strengths opposed to their weaknesses 100%. and when you do that you allow them to to thrive in those sectors and then you don't have to do it like i can tell you at least in my example of a relationship and maybe you could share yours yeah like you know it's but so many times i can clean the house in a week right and since i moved in i literally put this on piece of on a on a piece of paper i was like listen i don't do dishes period yeah i don't don't do do them i don't do them and he just picked it up. He was just like, I don't care about doing dishes, but hey, you clean the bath, you clean the shower, you clean the bathroom yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you guys are compromising. And yeah, and then it just works. Or like, um, I'm better, for example, with money. So it's like, I'll handle the money aspect of things. Like, I'll keep track of when bills are coming or, you know, whatever the case is. And you... In, it, maybe go do the shopping or do the run the errands. Do the stuff that you're or, good at. And yeah, that, that's so important. Too. Exactly, and you know, and and I think that's a that's a a good space to to. When you're looking for a partner, you know what I mean. In in entrepreneurship or in in a relationship. Um, and when you're finding your tribe, I feel like you have to find people who do the things that you're not, you're not, even if, if, even if you're good at it, but, or even if you speak the language of doing it, somebody who actually enjoys it, you know, and then it'll actually get done in a whole different light. Yeah. And honestly, I think where you were gonna say is give people the job that you don't want to do. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Like we are not experts at everything. Like there's stuff that I'm not good at. Yeah. I'm not good at like tech stuff. You right. know what I mean? I'm lost. I'm like, Oh my God, what do I do? Like, of course I'm going to give that responsibility to somebody that's good at that. Yeah. So yeah, there's nothing wrong with saying, Hey, I'm not good at this, but you're good at that. And let's mm-hmm. do it. I actually saw something on Instagram today. I was trying to pull it up, but it was so nice. It was just like shift your perspective. And instead mm-hmm. of saying, um oh my god i'm late you know tell the person thank you for waiting yeah you know and really just changing the dynamic of every time there is something negative what what can you say some how can you say something positive so that way the person doesn't feel bad Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing with relationships Mm -hmm. too it's just like picking up on the strengths yeah there's a lot of stuff that i'm not good at that lena is excellent at and one of them is I'm not a good cook. <laughs> so she'll do the cooking, you oh, know what I mean? Always, and then maybe yeah. you'll do the planning and you'll take you, each other, out, you know, you you pick where to go or, yeah. you know, and, and I feel like that's the thing. Like, step one, I guess here here's the steps to, to recover from being a workaholic or a relationshipaholic or whatever you want to call it. Step one is assume your role. Assume position. Yes. Okay. Get in line. Right. Decide what your role is. Stick to it. Right. 
Two, stick to it, get really good at it, and and realize that if you're really passionate about it, you should be able to do this role every day. Two, find people, find your tribe, like we always say. Delegate. And not a tribe of people that are the same people as you, or what I like to call yes men. More so people that will maybe even challenge you or pick up. And the same people that will challenge you will be the people that pick up the slack that you happen to have. And everybody has slack. Beyonce has slack, okay? (laughs) But, like, listen, she has kids. Imagine she's a mom, a performer, a wife, a boss. She has businesses, like, goes on tour. Like, listen, you know she has slack, okay? She doesn't wake up at her best every day. But she does have people that she can, you know, push things to. Like, hey, yeah. can you babysit today? Hey, yeah. can you um, put the, the the rehearsal together? Hey, can you do this and can you do that? And you should be able to do that too. I don't care how big or small you think your business is or your life is or you are. If you, if you see the vision of you being multifaceted or a big deal in whatever way you see fit then you need to do this so okay assume assume position yeah delegate find your tribe of not yes men but people that actually uh challenge you and three be a good leader yeah i think that's a big part of it i think being a good leader is somebody who is not afraid to again delegate but also can see the big picture and stick to it. Yeah, and also somebody who's doing the work. A lot of times, and I see this a lot in the wellness um, industry, it's, so yes. it's it's interesting. I have no real opinions about it, but you get to the space where a lot of people um, have this message or preach like, you know, uh, be healthy and do good and all this stuff, but then they're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Or like they're a coach and then they don't have a coach. It's like you should constantly be striving to be better in your business, in your love life, and in your relationship. Yes, delegate and give people tasks, but constantly work on yourself. Constantly yes. work on your business. Constantly reach for more because there's always more. When you want to hit six figures, get a coach that's going to help you there. And then when you want to hit seven figures, I'm sure that person's not going to be able to help you because they right. haven't made it yet. Like, like always look and and that's something that I'm just like very keen on. I look yep. for people that are doing what I want to do and then I look at them and I'm like help me. <laughs> like like for real, like no shame. Like yeah. hey, what are you doing like on a business level? Like I want to learn from you. Like let's go. What's up? Mm-hmm. And that, and I feel like more people should do that. Like stop faking the funk like you got it all together. Like mm-hmm. really reach out to people because People are really ready to, like, share. Yeah, they're they're here for it. Yeah. And also, I like, like, adding in the relationship component to this whole thing, too. And, like, having the ability to play off somebody. Trust me, being a workaholic uh, affects your relationship. Affects your relationship. (laughs) I didn't even know what the word would be. It it takes a toll on the relationship. It it definitely takes a toll on the relationship. So it has to go hand in hand. It does. But this is, I wanted to just take it another way. And I think when we started, we started with this episode saying I was a recovering workaholic, which I was. I did Mm -hmm. all the stuff all the time by myself because it was just something that I felt comfortable with. But when I really dug and peeled behind the layers, there is this trust factor where I wasn't trusting of people. Mm -hmm. I I truly, I thought I was, but I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I truly didn't trust people to do the work for so many reasons now how does that translate in relationships it's important and it's the same thing if you are constantly the person that wants to do all this stuff then you're gonna leave your partner feeling empty and i actually was in a relationship like that 
um, where this person constantly did everything, everything, everything. And it was great. Like, shoot, if I was a princess, I would have been like, yeah, thanks. Girl, I'm living my best life. But it actually did it. And it made me feel bad because it's I'm like, like what do you need me for? Right. <laughs> I always felt like, well, what do I do? Like, if you're cooking, you're cleaning, you're doing all this stuff, like, and I'm constantly trying to insert myself. But what is that? That is somebody who has control issues Mm -hmm. they have to be in control this is what makes them feel good this is what makes them feel centered and this is what makes them feel strong yeah but you can only run on fumes for so long right that's not good Mm -hmm. so if you feel that you're one of these people and you can't let go of the control because you felt like i felt once upon a time working my ass off by myself being very lonely then really start looking at yourself and tuning in and closing your eyes and asking yourself what is the underlying issue that you're dealing with that you can soften to really let go because a lot of times it's past trauma and a lot of times it's people that let us down and people that have hurt us really bad and you know i'm the only one that can do it i'm not going to disappoint myself but really we all need people Mm mm-hmm so with that being said, stop trying to do the most. Okay. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what else? I feel like, you know, with all of this being a topic, I think it's really important to um, maybe say you're a recovering uh, workaholic. Yeah. I'm currently a workaholic. So, you know, I take those moments, you know, at least once a week, I really try to like, you know, close my eyes and be like, what part of what I'm doing that I have to be 10 places at once is actually important. Like what you got to prioritize. And I think that's one of the steps that I left out. Like, you know, when you prioritize your thoughts and and not even just the things you have to do, but prioritize your thoughts and that you can only do in silence when you close your eyes and just isolate yourself from everything that you have to do. I think that's like such a big component. I think when I started to like just recently, I've been really trying to prioritize my thoughts and be like, okay, I I do 10 things, you know, and I've decided in my life I enjoy being a hyphenated woman, that's what I call it, um which means I just do a bunch of stuff. I'm, you know, I'm a radio host, I'm an entrepreneur, I create content. Um uh, I have clients that I create their, you know, the whole business culture, and I enjoy all of those things and I do plan to con- you know, expand on all of those things, but what part of those things is Hala most passionate about? What would you do if you weren't getting paid for it? You know? And and the rest of the stuff, you can find people and pay them to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You just can't be everywhere at once. You just you can't. can't. It's not possible. And honestly, if it is possible, you're going to be super burnt out. And it's just totally not worth it. Like, who wants to be busy 24-7? Like, you didn't quit your job so you can be busy 24-7. No. I mean, when I say recovering workaholic, like, I am no longer that person. I'm not kidding. Like, if you knew me, I used to work from, like, the minute I opened my eyes. It was, like, phone. Mm-hmm. Like, literally mm-hmm. glued to me like I didn't even brush my teeth I was just like what's my phone my email like it it was so insane I had two phones a work phone and my regular phone and then and it was all the way till midnight and it was every day for years like this it was so exhausting now Mm -hmm. I do nothing right you're like Like, I legit (laughs) do nothing and I always come back to this thing that always makes me feel good remembering that saying no is saying yes to you yes and i've had to say no to a lot of things that i wanted to do because you have to dig deeper into the ego Mm -hmm. you see when you have your long list of things to do Mm -hmm. you have to ask your ego Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Are you doing some of this stuff because you just want to do it for your ego? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people move this way. Mm-hmm. I did that for a long time. Oh, I want to take this job. I want to do this. I want to have this credit. And I was doing it because it wasn't really serving a higher good or right. a higher anything. It was my ego that was like, oh, I, I, I could use that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it really didn't serve a purpose. It wasn't like I was getting a logo to put on my website. I was legit just doing it just because. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that back then. Yeah, it's so, all, it all feels important in the moment. It all feels important at the moment so really ask yourself if you're listening to this podcast are you doing things just because are you mm-hmm. doing things just to serve the ego yeah because if you are you need to take a back seat and i mean we me and you even had this this conversation you know you had an event um i wanted to do it and i couldn't do it because and i had to be real with myself i had to be like okay i can't do this because I'm either doing too many things mm-hmm. and you have to be able to say no sometimes, even though you really, really want to do something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to say yes to you and to give yourself more space Absolutely. And, and to be fully okay with that and to be fully aligned with that. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I say no to my parents all the time. <laughs> like I legit, I'm like, no, I don't so, want to do that. <laughs> so with that being said, I guess we can close this out with um, what are some tall tale signs that you're a workaholic? One, I think you just said, if you wake up and before you brush your teeth, you're looking at your phone, checking your emails, social media, phone calls, missed texts, you are a workaholic. Absolutely. I would say the other thing is, and I was so guilty of this for so long, I would be in front of my friends, my poor friends, and I would be on work calls. Mm -hmm. And I was so rude. I'm not working. I'm out. I'm on like this cute little rooftop. And it's like, what am I doing? Like, right. How abusive is that? Like, you think you're, like, for me, I'm talking to myself, the mm-hmm. old me. I'm like, you think you're cool? Like, just, like, leaving the room with your friends to, like, get on a business call? Like, do you think you're so important? Right. Like, you're whack. Right. You're with, like, no, for real, you're whack. No, you're right. Like, you're here with your friends. Put the phone down. Be in the moment. Take the call later mm-hmm. and hang out with your friends. Right. You know? So I think if you're doing that, and not only with your friends, but if you're sitting across the table and you're not looking at your honey mm-hmm. and you're constantly, you know, checking the email and you're constantly picking up that call, that's not good for your relationship. Yeah. And this is not good for you. You have to set times, set boundaries, and let your partner know. I tell... I tell my babe, I tell her, hey, listen, babe, for we're going to be in the same space, but for these three hours, I'm going to be here and you're going to be here and we're going to both be working. Mm-hmm. And when I say three o'clock, we're done, we're done. We're going to eat together. We're going to put the phones away. Mm-hmm. And we're just, Structure. Yeah. And we're just going to interact. <laughs> yeah. And you need to be very clear mm-hmm. because sometimes this is where people like mess up and they get into fights because they assume that when they're done, their partner's done. No. Mm-hmm. You have to set those boundaries very like upfront and just straight up yeah so those are three four i think would be um if you have a big problem with saying no if you say yes to your boss yes to your relationship yes to your family yes and don't even check your planner to see if you actually can do those things because you're just so consumed with doing yeah you are a workaholic yeah (laughs) also if you don't have systems in place and i think it's really important now that everything is moving so fast in the digital space and in online it's so important that we don't keep saying yes, but that we also like send people the links to potentially book us, mm-hmm. you know, and not be like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And, you know, put out your planner. Like there's so many like cool things now where you can be like, here's a link, book yourself. Right, like, right. If you really want to do it or, you know, like give people the ability and the responsibility to and just- the respect. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people will respect that too. Yeah. And you know, I started noticing this. It's so funny. People are so crazy. Mm-hmm. You can charge $20 for something. It could be whatever. Let's say mm-hmm. it's an ebook. Let's say it's, you know, a call with you. Mm-hmm. And you can do the same thing and do it for free. Chances are people are going to pay the money to actually do it, take your service, then take the freebie. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting because I see this time and time again. And it's really because of the respect. Mm -hmm. People look at you and when they're like, oh, this is expensive, but I like her delivery. Mm -hmm. And I like that she's charging for this. You're attracting the right people to you already. Like there's nothing worse than dealing with people who can't afford any of your services like that's terrible like you really need to attract people that are in your arena and that want to vibe with you yeah. you know yeah so it's just so important that we just kind of throw the ball and let people do their own thing yeah, yeah. no i'm with you on that one yeah. all right i think that's a solid list yeah and then you know of course if you look like you're raggedy and, <laughs> and you just haven't slept and haven't washed your hair you're probably a workaholic too um all right so i think we can get to the question yes honey okay um who's going first hmm what's my question for you today hmm okay well you know the weather's about to break yep so do you have any plans for spring Oh my god. How are you springing into spring? Uh, how am I springing into spring? Oh, I love this. Uh, <laughs> in tree pose. Um, okay, so business or pleasure? Or uh, whatever comes to mind first. Um, so since this is a very business kind of topic, I'm really focused on a lot of the stuff that's coming up. So I'm doing a wellness event in Maine, upstate New York. I'm planning out my retreat. Um, it's going to be 10 people. We're going to retreat in Pennsylvania. It's three days, yoga, meditation. We have a vegan chef, so I'm putting that together. And I'm literally just implementing different structures and systems into my business. So I'm really focused in that. And personal, working out mm-hmm. outside. I love, 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 love. I saw that. Being, you did that yesterday. Yeah. I love being outdoors. I love being outside. I have a bike downstairs. So I'm the type of person that I love to wake up. I've been having tea. Hashtag no coffee anymore. You know what? You actually inspired me. Still didn't get the, the gut cleanse pills from Zuterra yet. You need it, But girl. I sure will. You need it. Um, and I actually today said no to coffee because I was like, yeah. let me just... Take a break. But I didn't get a headache or anything. Good, so. good, good, good. Yeah. yeah. I've actually, because I started doing the gut cleanser a week or two ago, I actually quit coffee. Nice. So it was so nice. I feel great. I feel like my tummy's flat. Mm. Obviously, coffee is very acidic. It's not the best for your gut. So I'm super excited that I've been doing the tea. But I love being outdoors. So mm-hmm. back to what I'm going to do for spring. I'm the type of person that I wake up, I have tea, I get on my bike, and I go. I love to ride bike about up to the beach and do yoga the beach or find a little park and bring my mat with me mm-hmm. i'm like an old lady i bring my snacks and a book bag <laughs> a book to read i bring my incense with me Just and make a whole thing out of it yeah i love the summer i love the spring and those are my plans is to really like sink myself in being creative and being outdoors and mm-hmm. working on myself and working on my businesses and just being happy yeah like i'm in such a beautiful place to just fucking chill yeah yeah yes. <laughs> that is the spring time what's happening for tv mel yeah listen yep i think one of the things i have to do before the weather breaks breaks is declutter like i want to throw out so not even throw out i want to donate um you or even go to something like a vegan's closet or yeah. a um buffalo exchange or something and just like 
get rid of all the old energy. Like, I feel like I have so many things that I don't use anymore. And it's not even like I'm like attached to them. It's just more like I'm just like so sick of trying to find a place for things. Like, I just don't want things. I'm in a place where I'm just like, I just want to feel airy and light. And that totally trumps me you know, and my attachment to my stuff. Yeah. So that's definitely happening. I like that. Spring. And I'm and I'm for that. I don't have a lot of things. I kind of wear the same things all the time. Yeah. And, and so do I. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm like, I literally don't touch this yeah. stuff. But I'm also like one of those people just, you know, to the nature of my business. Like, I really only wear things like once or twice anyway. Yeah. So, you know, I got to find a better system for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Okay. So my question is very random okay would you tattoo your eyebrows i've been seeing a lot of people doing this microblading where mm-hmm. they're just like tattooing their eyebrows uh my friend lisa if you're listening she just did a whole like 20 stories on this and i was like oh this is interesting like the eyebrows look fleek they're mm-hmm. perfect but i didn't realize that they're tattooing it on mm-hmm. meanwhile my mom has her eyebrows tattooed before this before, before it was mom, a thing before it was the thing mm-hmm. like this ecuadorian lady just like legit tattooed well uh, they were the uh, first yeah really to do it and she has like, her eyeliner tattooed like yeah like <laughs> i would never let anybody tattoo my eyes my eyeballs oh my, my god like, no. so crazy no. so microblading um, I've thought about it, but I already have thick eyebrows, so really that's yeah. like the least of my issues. That's not like the first beauty uh <laughs> regimen that I would try. Right. Um, so not really, but I do like it on people though. I really yeah. do. And and why not? Like you if you fill in your eyebrows every day, you might as well do it. Yeah. yeah. Just asking since this is some like a wellness um <laughs> yes. also podcast. I was yes. interested if people do that, but yeah. I will I will say I'm not. You wouldn't? No. Yeah, I don't know. Not my face. Yeah. Nope. I think it's like that. First of all, that's too permanent. And like, you know, right now it's on trend to have thick eyebrows. But what if I want thin eyebrows next year or no eyebrows or whatever? Like, I like flexibility. Okay, if no eyebrows is a thing, I'm done. (laughs) You never know, though. I am done. Um, I remember Jaden Smith did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people do that. People are weird. Whatever. People are into what they're into. Um, all right, guys. So make sure you send us your topics. Leave us a comment. Leave us a review. Um, show us some love. Shout us out. We'll repost everything. Um, yes, again, my Instagram is at Hollerock. Hers is at TV Yogi. Um, you can also follow at the Badass Bootcamp. Any of those places are valid. Um, if you have topics you want us to discuss, hit us up at the Badass Bootcamp at gmail.com. Um, we review them weekly. Yep. And um, yeah, you can check us out on all streaming platforms and tell a friend to tell a friend, especially if they're a workaholic, they should stop and listen. Yeah. And if you have anything that we should know about, please let us know, especially when it comes to business. If you need more advice, hit us up. We love talking about these conversations. So hit us up in the comments and we'll hit you back up all right i think that about wraps it up bye namaste